For the longest time, there has seemed to be some notion that, especially in evangelicalism, that to get saved was to come down to the altar, say a prayer, uh, and maybe agree to start coming to church, and that you were now saved. Uh, and the implication was is that it, once you get saved, everything changes, you're a brand new person, and, and you began at that point to um, settle in and just wait for Jesus to come back. Now, it, it's rarely has that been articulated that clearly or that simply, but that's, that's the notion, and that's the implication that gets put out there, that you, what you have to do is you have to receive Jesus, you have to pray the prayer, and then you have to just kind of settle in and come to church, and we wait till Jesus comes back. <clears throat> the problem is that life continues. Life happens. And the struggle with the flesh and with the world and the devil continue. And if we aren't equipping people well to understand what the Christian life is about, that conversion is really uh, just a beginning point. It's We would never see look at an infant in the uh, maternity ward at a hospital and say, well, welcome, glad you're here, hope it works out for you. I mean, we understand on a physical level that birth is the beginning point. And for us, the spiritual birth, when the Spirit moves upon our hearts and minds and we are regenerate, made into new creations, is indeed an event. <clears throat> it's an event that we spend eternity rejoicing in and celebrating, but it's only a beginning point. It's, it's an entry into the household of God. It's an entry point into the kingdom of God. It's an entry point into the spiritual realm where we are now in the realm of the spirit and we are no longer in the realm of the flesh. And so grace moves upon our hearts and minds by the power of the spirit to bring us into this point of regeneration where we are born of the spirit. But grace continues to work on us. Let me just give you an example here. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul, in his apologetic to these um, wayward Christians in Corinth, says this about himself. He says in verse 9, For I am not the least of the apostles, and do not even deserve to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them. Yet not I but the grace of God that was with me. Whether then it is I or they, this is what we preach, and this is what you believe. The point being, by the grace of God I am what I am. But Paul doesn't stop there. He goes on to say, and his grace to me was not without effect. And what was that effect? He worked harder than all of them. The Christian life can be hard work. It can take labor. It can be intensive. And it's intended to be something that we rejoice in, even though it is laborious at times. Uh, Paul refers in Galatians 4.17 to the agony that he feels. Um, actually, Galatians 4.19. He says, My dear children, for whom I am in agony and the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you, 
How I wish I could be with you now and change my tone because I am perplexed about you. Paul was not going to rest. These people he had preached the gospel to had had an experience with the Spirit. They were converted, and and that was the beginning point for Paul. Now he is, uh, sometime later, still agonizing <clears throat> in the pains of childbirth, he says, until Christ is formed in you. So grace is a transformative power in our life. It isn't a passive power. It isn't something that we just uh, rest in. Uh, it is something that we um, are certainly passive in the beginning, just like any child is, is passive in their own birth. But once they're brought into the world, and once we are brought into the kingdom of God, we are called to continue to work. Now, we don't work in order to be saved. We work because we are saved. And this is Paul's meaning in Galatians, excuse me, Ephesians chapter 2, where he says, beginning in verse 8, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. End quote. So there's our good works, and there's God's work in us, producing good works. And they are distinct. And while the language sounds the same, it sounds like they're both good works, they are two different things. We tend to fall back to a default point of doing good works in order to find acceptance with God on our terms. And that will never happen. That never works. That's the religious spirit of this world. But in the gospel, we have the work of God in us. We are God's handiwork, Paul says. Created. We are God's creation in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So I can summarize this brief little exhortation by saying simply this. God's purpose in your life, my brother and sister, is to conform you into the image of his son. Everything he has done in his predestining grace, in his calling, in his justification, is to lead to the glory of you being perfected in his son so that you are like Jesus. And the whole purpose of the Christian life is to be continually working out that which God has worked in us as we grow in the character and in the image of Jesus Christ. And learn, above all, to love well, even as Christ loved. Beginning with unconditional loving obedience to the will of God, and love towards one another. This is what grace does. This is the purpose of grace. Grace is not, as you would assume, listening to some evangelicals, a kind of get-out-of-hell-free card. <laughs> Rather, grace is, is a, the power of God in being, bringing us into a new state, a new place, a regenerate state where we are a new creation 
truly old things have passed away. All things do become new. But then we begin to work it out. We never rest. There's never a vacation. <laughs> and there's never going to be um, even a point of retirement from the Christian life. We may retire from our careers. We may retire from our uh, activities. But we'll be continually working on working out the image of Christ in us because that's the purpose of this indwelling spirit is to make you more like Jesus. And that is the glory of the grace of God. Amen.